Welcome to the Spiritual Outliers podcast, where we explore the uncharted territories of spirituality and self-discovery. In a world where conformity seems to be the norm, we aim to shine a light on the unique and diverse experiences of those who have found their own path to healing and self-awareness. Join me as we delve into the mysteries of the universe, share stories of personal growth, and interview spiritual outliers who have forged their own way to a deeper understanding of themselves and the world around them. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just beginning your journey, this podcast is for earthbound misfits who are curious about the limitless possibilities of the human spirit. Hey, spiritual outliers. Welcome back to another episode. If you're new here, I'm your host, Heather. And I just want to take a second to express my gratitude to all of my listeners, whether you've been with me since this podcast's inception in April, or if you've just recently joined the Spiritual Outliers family. I seriously value every single listener, and thank you so much for being here with me. Also, I just have to note that I'm really, really excited because I set a goal for myself that if I reached uh, 20 episodes, then I would buy myself a brand new microphone because as we're speaking, as I'm making these episodes, I am using the tiniest microphone that clips on to my shirt, but I always hold it. So um, yeah, I'm really excited and I can't believe I'm almost to 20 episodes, but thank you to all of you who have joined me. I appreciate all of you. So today we are getting into why I left social media, how it has impacted me, and what I would do differently if I ever decide to get back on Instagram or any other social media. The reason I want to speak on this is because I think a lot of people fear either totally leaving behind social media and or taking extended breaks, which I encourage both approaches, by the way, but I do understand that social media is somewhat conditioned into our collective as a necessity at this point in time, especially if, you know, you're someone trying to build a thriving business. And also I know that not being on social media can cause a lot of FOMO. So my social media standing at this point is as follows. Uh, TikTok, I deleted off my phone months ago. Instagram, I deactivated over a year ago. Twitter and Snapchat, I have very sparingly used, and honestly, I can't remember the last time I used either. And this also includes Facebook. So this means I no longer have Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter. I do still have Pinterest and YouTube on my phone, but I personally don't consider these nearly as draining or engaging as some of the other platforms. Also, all notifications for said media are turned off. I have my phone on do not disturb all the time. And I'm sorry, but I am a 90s kid. I knew what life was like before everyone could reach me 24-7. And I also know what it was like to carry a beeper. So I'm pretty sure my age is showing at this point. But at the basis of this, I kind of like being hard to reach. And I know this has probably pissed some people off, probably my family. But I don't like constantly being inundated by notifications. I also, I consider my time and energy as the most valuable currencies that I possess. And so when I think of being on my deathbed in the future, God knows when, and hopefully it's a long ass time away, I don't think I'll regret not being on social media more. I'm just saying. 
I will say though, that the friends that I've made on Instagram, especially meeting my fiance, made the experience of being active on Instagram for years, very worth the time and effort I was willing to invest. And I've made some friends that I consider very dear to me, and that is priceless. So there are positives for social media. I don't want to 100% knock it, but I am here to look at how the negatives of utilizing social media without intention or some restraint kind of outweigh the positives. Also, I'm not here to bash anyone who loves social media. I get that it has its people and it's a useful tool for marketing and exposure for businesses. And maybe later I'll get back on myself. I have recently been reconsidering if I would like to rejoin Instagram, but for now, and in some ideal world, I would prefer to pay someone to manage my social media accounts. I've had like zero interest in spending my time and energy on social media. And as I explained in episode 17 called Navigating Spirituality with OCD, I stepped away from social media because my mental health was more important than staying active on social media. And always, though, always do what you love. And if social media is a beautiful experience for you and you feel good doing it, do what feels authentically aligned for you. Why I deleted social media, specifically Instagram, and I just want to take a moment here to say that I am mostly referring to why I left Instagram as an artist. I would have bouts on being on Twitter and TikTok, but Instagram was the main social media that I used in order to promote my digital art. So the drain. Frequently felt drained and burned out. DMs constant content creation with frequent posting, as well as responding to comments. For me, it was a lot of energy to expend. And while I appreciated interaction and connecting with others, I am kind of a super introvert. I need serious time to recharge my batteries, and I need far less social interaction than most. And while I I loved and love my community, I was mainly on Instagram to share my art And this was also pre-AI art capabilities, which if it's unknown at this point to some of you, AI makes it exceptionally easier to create art within seconds. And the art that I was creating then, however, took lengthier amounts of time. It seemed that I was more stressed than pumped to get on Instagram. And that alone was a huge determining factor in why I left. Now, I'm not saying I'll never go back, as I explained a little earlier, but this time in my life of healing OCD has forced me to go down the path of rectifying my inner world, and I've just taken time to honor this phase that was less about the external. Because I I genuinely want to be in the world, and I want to connect, and I want to share my creativity, but I don't wish to do it with social media at this time, uh, mainly because it was mentally exhausting for me. Social media is a numbers game. Growing my Instagram account became burdensome. It seems like social media shouldn't be a numbers game, but alas, it was. I don't know if things have changed. Maybe you guys can comment on that, but um, because I know that social media is probably radically changing all the time. But anyway, it seemed like the more I gave a shit about my account growing, the more it would decrease. I would stop looking forward to posting because by the time I did, five people would unfollow me. 
it would feel extremely disheartening to me, especially since I put my heart and soul into my work. And at that time, I was making digital art without AI, which means that I could spend hours working on one piece. I would then usually take time to curate a thoughtful caption, figure out appropriate hashtags, which recently, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that hashtags don't really mean much anymore. So I don't know, maybe you guys can tell me about that too. And I would anxiously post and await feedback and then be met with short reach and exposure and a bunch of unfollows. You'd probably say, well, don't give a shit about your numbers. Easily said, but not so easy to implement for me. I knew that as much as I shouldn't care, I just couldn't get to that place. And I had to honor where I was and how I was feeling. Stolen art and fake accounts. So Instagram seemed to be pretty lax when it came to stolen artwork and fake accounts mimicking artists I knew. And many of the artists were friends of mine. A situation royally pissed me off. I don't know if this still happens, I'm just assuming that it does, but there were fake accounts created to impersonate artists and steal their work. Maybe that has died down since AI makes it possible for anyone to create art now. But at one point, many artists, and myself included, came together to create a group on Telegram to find and report these accounts that were taking the art and posting it as their own or taking the art and completely editing it with text, placing filters over it, or making other unsavory edits to the art without the artist's permission. It was pretty reprehensible, to be honest. I mean, to consciously take someone else's work and feign that it was their own work. At one point, I made a post on Instagram specifically geared toward educating people on how to repost an artist's work and give proper credit. I am also quite sure that the people who desperately needed to see that post likely did not see it. Comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy, as they say. I am sure I don't have to extensively elaborate on this one, but I, I personally wouldn't stay in my lane when creating. I like to jump around with my style as an artist and writer, and it's boring to always be one way. I would see artists killing it with their consistent style, and then I would compare my work to theirs and say, if you could just be consistent and stay with the same style, you would be more successful too. But all this would do is make me feel terrible, and it would take me out of my own unique lane of creation, because I don't want to create like everyone else. I don't want to put myself in a box just because it's appealing to be predictable. I wanted to be consistently inconsistent and create what I wish to create with digital art and not place limitations on my creativity. And I'm not saying artists who consistently create in the same style are boring or predictable because it's genuinely what works for them. But I have had to embrace that I don't have one set style and that it's okay to do what I want even if it goes against the grain. Validation, self-worth, and doing it my way. This goes with comparison and the numbers game, but at some point I felt like my work wasn't worth anything unless I was actively being validated by others. This is the rub. I don't want to rely on others' positive feedback or even negative feedback to validate or invalidate my worth as an artist. Both my artwork and my writing, and now my podcast, are the creative legacies I am leaving behind once I am dead and gone. I genuinely want to be authentic in my expression, even if it falls on dead eyes and ears. And at the end of this life, I want to say, 
I did it my way. Cue the Frank Sinatra song. Video killed the still image star. Instagram, in an attempt to keep up with the Joneses, aka TikTok, began reorienting the platform to encourage and promote video content. And as I'm mostly still image creator, well, you can see the Discord. I have recently heard that Instagram has again reoriented, reoriented the platform to encourage still images. I have no idea if that is true or not, since the algorithm seemed to be a very mysterious creature and I'm no longer there. And while I have and still do produce animations with my artwork, it was like the level of reach was pretty abysmal at that point. So I could jump through hoops trying to appeal to the algorithm, but at the end of the day, I was simply tired of trying to figure the algorithm shit out. Getting paid for content. Pinterest paid me for my work last summer in 2022. They rolled out a creator's rewards program, which I was honored to be a part of for several months before they decided to end it. And I made thousands of dollars by creating idea pins that showcase my artwork. This was literally a dream come true for me. So what does this have to do with Instagram? Well, I was being paid to create on social media. Ideally, I would love to be paid for my work. And maybe that sounds entitled, but I think it's important that these platforms don't just profit off of creators and that we get paid for our time and effort. Screen time addiction and opening up awareness around social media usage. Have you seen the social media dilemma documentary or have you read Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport? Both are excellent in opening up awareness around social media use. I don't want to sit here and say that social media is evil because it's not. At the end of the day, it's a tool and it's a personal decision to use the said tool or not, either consciously or without intention and in what quantities, but I think more and more evidence is stacked up to prove it's more harmful than beneficial, if not kept in check. The film The Social Dilemma explores how social media platforms are designed to capture and hold our attention, often at the expense of our mental health and well-being. One of the main themes of the film is that social media is designed to create addiction and keep users engaged for as long as possible, and this was true for me. My screen time was ridiculous, y'all. I was on social media for hours every day. At one point, I did utilize a timer on Instagram to remind me when to get my butt off the platform and be in real life again. But I rarely listened to the timer and usually continued to endlessly scroll. So if you aren't paying for the product, then you are the product. This was a quote shared in the documentary, The Social Dilemma, and I think that it speaks volumes. Now the book, Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, advocates for a deliberate and mindful approach to technology use, emphasizing the need to reduce digital distractions and focus on what truly matters. The central idea is to minimize the time and attention we devote to digital tools and platforms, only keeping those that provide significant value to our lives. Newport suggests that by decluttering our digital lives, we can regain control over our time, cultivate deep and meaningful experiences, and improve our overall well-being. 
digital minimalism encourages individuals to use technology intentionally rather than allowing it to control their lives. And the other honorable and mentioned book I read was Jaron Lanier's 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. And here are the 10 points slash arguments from his book. So number one, a loss of free will. He argues that social media manipulates users and erodes their free will, pushing them to act in ways they wouldn't otherwise. Behavior modification. He contends that social media platforms use algorithms to modify users' behavior, often to the detriment and personal well-being. Addiction. Again, he asserts that social media is designed to be addictive, leading to excessive screen time and compulsive usage. Data privacy. He highlights concerns about the collection and exploitation of user data by social media companies, often without informed consent. Fake news and misinformation. Lanier discusses how social media amplifies fake news and misinformation, leading to a distorted view of reality. Political polarization. He argues that social media contributes to political polarization by creating echo chambers and reinforcing extreme viewpoints. Loss of empathy. He also suggests that online interactions can lead to a loss of empathy and civility, promoting hostility and conflict, and I believe that this is also very rampant with cancer culture. Cancel culture. I'm so sorry. Mental health issues. He explores the connection between heavy social media use and mental health problems, including anxiety and depression, and as I can attest, because I have OCD, alleviating, eliminating social media really helped me. So manipulation of behaviors and beliefs. He also discusses how social media platforms manipulate users' beliefs and behaviors, often for commercial or political gain. And last but not least, loss of time and productivity. Finally, he points out that how much time people waste on social media, it's time that could be better spent on more productive and meaningful activities. With all of these things in mind, I made the conscious decision to remove all social media from my phone, except YouTube and Pinterest. I have to say that it has made a huge difference in how I feel. I feel liberated, especially as a recovering, highly anxious person, which by the way, my level of anxiety has majorly decreased over the last year since I haven't been actively engaged on these platforms and have instead focused on doing inner work to heal OCD. I have more time to devote to my writing, creating art, reading, and spending time with my partner and my animals. I even enjoy small tasks that need to be done around the house. I am grateful I have laundry to fold, rooms to clean, and food to cook. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't want to take the small things for granted. I now have more time to do what I love with more peace intact, and that is priceless. So what would I do differently? Ideally, and eventually, I would love to pay someone to manage my social media account. That's first and foremost, but it all depends on my financial standing. If I have to personally run my social media account, which looks like the most viable option at this point, I would start by creating a new account. I want to start over. I don't know why Instagram makes it difficult to unfollow large amounts of people all at once, but it's frustrating because let's be honest, sometimes we fall out of resonance with others as they completely change their content. 
And as someone who understands the need to jump around and try different things, I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying that if there are 10 accounts that change the substance of their content creation, pretty soon I have absolutely no idea who I'm following. Which brings me to my next point. I would be extremely selective about who I follow and what content I absorb. It is imperative for me that I am very discerning about the energy I choose to interact with. Next up, I would definitely allocate a specified amount of time to be on, and what I can do in that time is up to me, but the amount of time is not up for negotiation. The timer will be on. I would also focus on creating community, which means quality over quantity. I would not burn myself out by trying to respond to comments and DMs if I am not in a good place to do so. I mean, listen, it's important and it means something to me when people reach out and want to connect, but I have to have some energetic boundaries. As a Mars in the 12th individual, I can be kind of emotionally porous and open to easily absorbing other people's energy. Then I would be very intentional about when I post content, perhaps even setting up a schedule just as I do when I release new podcast episodes. That would be optimal. Maybe releasing content two times a week and leaving it at that would suffice. Also, I would give myself plenty of time away, such as weekends off, which is what I was trying to do before I left Instagram. So I will give myself credit there. I was fairly good at deleting the app off my phone for the weekend and then reinstalling it once Monday came around. And last, I genuinely want to focus my energy on writing in my podcast. I say podcast since I am still toying with the idea of starting a podcast that solely focuses on astrology. Writing on Medium, Medium and Substack along with podcasting are my creative babies right now, and I must give them proper TLC. And while I still create art and absolutely love it, it's kind of gone on the back burner now, so I'm just prioritizing what feels aligned at this moment. So I think I'm capping it here. Y'all, I would really love some feedback about this podcast, so you can rate it, subscribe, and also comment on what you thought of the episode. I would really appreciate it. More importantly, share it with someone you care about. Thanks for being here with me, and I'll see you next Friday, Outliers.